Welcome back to the RMP, guys. I'm Zachary, your host of this fucking podcast. If you want to hit me up, you can always email me at Zachary at TheRebelMinded.com or check out my newsletter where everything, all of my content is free on Substack at TheRebelMinded.substack.com. And we're here to question the mess, make some rebel actions and start living life on our own terms. And I want, I want to know, how do we live life as our true selves? The self that will look into us at the end and ask us, did we do it all? In other words, did we live life as we intended? So for the first time in my life, I got referenced to as a lady. It was a little, it was a little disturbing. You know, I kind of, I felt my, 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 uh, emotions flare a little bit. I felt myself get a little guarded and defensive. Um, but I brought it on, I brought it on myself. I decided to help a, another contractor out and go work in a place where they require smocks and, uh, hair nets, beard nets, stuff like that, and hard hats and safety glasses. And jokingly, I asked my friend to pick up, pick me up a, a pink hard hat. Cause I didn't have a hard hat. So I was like, give me a pink one. I want a pink one, dude. He showed up with a bright bright pink hard hat and i was mistaken for a lady a female if you will a um a walking talking piece of art but i don't think that i look like a piece of art and i understand that the beard net was covering my beard um but (laughs) the guy was coming up from behind me not like that he pervs was coming up behind me and i needed to move out of his way and he uh said hey excuse me um like i'm gonna be excuse me what did he say did he say lady or miss it's like excuse me miss i'm gonna be working here i'll need access to this and i kind of looked at him gave him like a blank stare i didn't even know what to say that's never happened to me before um so i guess it gives me a little bit of empathy towards people that feel like they are uh discriminated against i guess but i mean my flair only lasts like half a second i'm like oh okay i'm wearing a pink hard hat like I get it. Like, assumed I was something else. It's fine. No one else wears a pink card hat because, for some reason, um, we are so worried about gender-based color. I mean, it's it's a social construct. You know, pink actually used to be a male color. It was like the boys' ad. It was like the the adolescent males' color because it was um, it was the step down from red. I bet you didn't know that. If if not, look it up. But it's real. And the only thing that made pink a girl's color and and blue a boy's color is marketing they started marketing those colors as gender specific and i think it was uh it was a long long time ago it's i think it was hundreds of years i could be wrong i could be wrong could be hundreds of years that um this was actually a thing um and i think it was in the early 1900s that um they actually started to do that marketing but anyway i got referenced as a woman and that was interesting but i'm also really short so you know, I had it coming sooner or later. You know, made it to thirty-five. But uh, how you guys doing? I I uh, I hope you're you're loving your life. I hope. Um, does it sound weird if I if I continue to do this? I I want the best for all of you. So so so, if I were to ask you a question that you can't possibly answer, how do you answer? You answer yourself. You question yourself. And you give yourself the answer. And I think that we're living in such a fast-paced world that most people 
don't do that. And I think that I've been lucky enough to have enough time away from the world that I've been able to ask these questions. I've been lucky enough to ask these fucking questions, but you should be questioning a lot of things. You should be questioning your habits. You should be questioning your, questioning your, your, your daily maintenance. You should be questioning what you, where you want to be standing 10 or 20 years from now. And you should be questioning if you have that goal, how real it is to you or how pseudo it is to you as in fake, inauthentic. Okay. Um, but without further ado, let's let's lean towards the attempt. I, I don't mean to harp on you. I love you. Let's continue. All right. This is a prompt from late last year again. What am I if not potential? What are any of us if not that? What would be the purpose of our dominance if not for individual power to continue to change? Why would we evolve with the ability to predict and manifest futures if it wasn't somehow significant potential in all of us? Is it the complexity and vastness of pre-existing imagination and historical change that causes us to suppress our own potential? If we, are, if we all are built foundationally with the same brain, then wouldn't it only be neurological wiring that determines if we do or do not act out what we think we may have as value and purpose? Where would we be, could we be, if 8 billion people were loved, supported, challenged, and valued, and also gave love, gave support, gave challenge, and gave value? If neuroplasticity changes a mind, then what limits do we truly have besides time? Is it ideology, expectation, jealousy, internalized self-loathing that causes old generations to psychologically tamp down and intimidate the new into believing they are anything less than limitless potential? Artists, inventors, philosophers, lovers, leaders, legends, all lost to time. Now, I did do another deep dive on this one, and so we're going to... I had some impulsive questions that I wanted to react to with this prompt. And so here we go. If our intelligence gave us tools that we almost unanimously all have, then what else could blunt them besides our belief that our parents are gods and they know our limits? If no child was ever told what his or her limits were, if the human child had no sense of limitation of dreams, what would they become naturally? What is the barrier? How can we possibly maintain the idea that our consciousness and cognitive ability is anything less than a gift? If we are so in control, so apart from the rest of the natural world, couldn't it only be society's control of consciousness that keeps us from reality that we provoke change with every action? Or could it be that action within society is so diverse? Is there a suffocation we feel by overbearing load of what already exists within human creativity? Do we short ourselves somehow because we assume we cannot become what already exists? Do we fear to enter a world that already has the artist, the engineer, the shaman, the warrior, and the pack leader? What is this? What makes 90% of humans submit to the 10%? Is it too natural for us? Is that the nature of man, or is it social construct? But even then, it can't be natural that all of us are a herd. It leaves too many gifted beings covered in a sheep's wool with a dull mind. That makes no sense to me. I can't not believe 
that all minds are given the gift of this dominant intelligence in order to contribute their gifts, not be paid slaves to industries. So what do we do? How do we make sense of what is best for each human? Does the world have to start over? Can we save souls from dying unexpressed? Or are we too big? Is our tribe too massive to include everyone? Does the unnatural world of men need more slaves than creators? How could we reorient the world to demand more of the human gift, even if we fear it? How could we see the benefit of every gift rather than fear it as challenge? Could the world hold itself together if every human had the liberty and space and support to build every individual empire that builds other empires, that feeds everything we need and the natural world is actually starving for? So I think the, the major part of this prompt and the biggest thing I'm trying to question is what it is that actually stands in our way of finding out who we are and living a life that is far more natural um, than what we're currently presented with. And the things that trouble me is the, the, the speed or the pace of our lives um, the distractions, the impulses, the vices, the addictions of our lives. And, and the other part of it is, is it more true that the human is meant to have one leader and a pack? Um, you know, are we, are we more closely related to other species in that aspect? Or is there something unique about us because of our intelligence, because of our cognitive ability, because of our consciousness, because of our ability to, uh, to of uh, flashbacks and foreshadowing of what we're capable of is the only thing that keeps us from that is belief is like, instead of having very few elite humans, those ta- that top 10, 10%, do we just get off track? And did, um, did we create a world that convinces everyone to be a sheep? And is it, is it only to the aid of that top 10%? And so these are the things that trouble me. And I think, I honestly think, I, I truly, truly think that there is a great power in every individual if we learn to slow down. It has been my biggest goal the last probably year to learn how to slow down, to learn how to exist, to learn how to be present. And I know that doesn't define it necessarily for everybody, but I think that there's so much pressure to, to earn money, to, to provide your needs, your actual needs. And I think that's part of the problem is we've created this currency that isn't about anything supplemental to our lives it's about the basic needs of our lives it's money that keeps us housed it's money that ke- that keeps us fed it's money that gives us a, a, gives us the ability to do anything for our basic health and that honestly irritates the shit out of me and it's it's not to say cuz i know that currency is a tool money is a tool and it's just got a, a psychological mind fuck to it um and i don't know if that's led by a, a system that only lets us get so far or if it's led by a system that has taught us to never think for ourselves but to think for the machine. Um, that's the biggest part of this. And what I've always said when that I believe is still true is that it's never anybody's fault. It's our own responsibility to direct our own lives. The caveat to that, the caveat to that is that 
we may be under our own power and it may be our responsibility to take control. But that doesn't mean we don't live in an environment that hinders us, that purposely hinders us. And the biggest part of that for me is that we are the creators of our own evil and we are the creators of our own violence. We are the creators of everything that is damaged because of the way that we run our system. The lack of support, the lack of education, the lack of um, social skills, the lack of connection, the lack of just learning how to deal with human flaw and human um, psychology and and instead of being college courses, maybe this stuff is supposed to be taught in our adolescence when it's the most uh, raw, when we have the least amount of control. But I mean, that wouldn't um, that wouldn't necessarily benefit the system now, would it? And so the question is, are we so far gone that we can't retract, that we can't make up for what we've already done? Um, which I you know, taps into a little bit of the idea that I put in the last podcast in 119 about us being the gods of mother nature, the gods of, of earth itself and its direction. But I think there's something very, very important here. And I would ask all of you to question as much as you can, what it is that you think stands in your way of getting to where you want to go. Because when it comes down to it, time is all you have and time is all you get to put into what you want to be the the this whole idea of procrastination and pushing ourselves um to uh to, to live a life that doesn't serve us just because we're i don't know chained down by the by the currency by the paying for our our basic needs that is a huge detriment to in my opinion millions of people that weren't meant to be this thing and if you have if you think that you have any power if you think that you have any flexibility to push yourself into something greater it's not about what you could be it's not about uh whether you have all the answers or not it's just about whether you have the time and the ability to act those two things those two things can change your life forever because of the compounding effect of what they do. It's, it, it's scary to go out into the world and make choices that you know are very likely to be a failure, are very likely to be in the wrong direction. But I can almost guarantee you that you have to hit the wrong direction 10 or 20 times at minimum before you actually realize what the right one is. But it's all of those failures that get you closer to the right direction. It's the peeling of the onion. It's it's you getting to the center of yourself. It's you getting to the center of your heart and your soul. It's you getting to the center of who you wanted to be when you were young, like what your character pulled you to, what your personality pulled you to, um, what you are obsessed with. And I think at that core, that's where we, we find ourselves again. And... So, I don't know. I, I don't think that the world would necessarily need to start over. I don't know. But if we keep going the way that we are, um, we don't make a difference in ourselves and we don't make a difference in the world around us. So, I think the, there is an unnatural barrier between who we are and who we want to be built by 
civilization, humanity itself, that is built on selfishness, that is built on greed, that is built on um, money and status, and all of these things that keep everybody the same. If there's anything else you need to know, it's that none of us should be the same. None of us. And our gifts are meant to be out there. So think about it. Think about who you want to be. Think about what that means to you. Think about the time and flexibility you have. And go any direction. Any possible direction. I love you all. This is your host, Zach. Out. Hey, guys. I hope that all things we've brought here, including the people, have helped you change the way that you see the world. And if it has, then it would help us so much if you leave a rating and a comment on iTunes or give any feedback wherever you listen to the RMP. Thank you for listening in, and don't forget to follow and subscribe. Question everything, my friends.